0: Friends, this week we are beginning a new sermon series. Over and over again in the Bible, we have instances of Jesus telling stories in order to proclaim the gospel message. So we're going to read some children's stories over the next few weeks and talk about the stories of faith we can get out of them. Our passage this morning is from Luke's Gospel, the 10th chapter. This is the familiar story, the parable of the Good Samaritan. Just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have given the right answer. Do this, and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, the lawyer asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw the man who was broken, he passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. Now, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The lawyer said, the one who showed mercy. And Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, over and over again, Jesus tells of your incredible love and mercy. And it is my prayer that we each would hear your word of hope and love for us this day. Speak, Lord, for your people are listening. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Brian Stevenson, writing in the book Just Mercy, talks at length about what it is like working in the criminal justice system. In particular, he looks at people who have been wrongly accused or convicted, but also he's exposing really the life of so many people who end up in our prison system. Many of you may have read it last year when many in our church read it together. At the very end of the book, though, Brian spends some time kind of looking over his experience. And as a person of faith, he says this, you know, everybody loves a story about grace. Everybody loves to hear about hope and redemption, but nobody likes to talk about brokenness. He goes on to say that it's only in our sinfulness and our brokenness that we can hear any word of grace. Grace only means something when you recognize that we need it because we are broken, sinful, and fallen. And so, he says, we need to talk more about the brokenness in our lives and also proclaim the grace that comes with that. I love the story, Dragon was terrible, because it also is very clear about Dragon's many problems. The redemption at the end when Dragon becomes somewhat tamed, that wouldn't be needed if the story was Dragon is okay. It's all those ways that Dragon messes up and harasses other people that set up the need for him to become a tame dragon. And I love the way it happens in the story. Dragon's redeemed because there's a boy who starts to tell him a story. And in the story, Dragon learns that there are brave dragons, and maybe he can become one. In the same way, we have this story of the Good Samaritan. I'm sure you've heard it over and over again. There was a man who was going down the road, and he is attacked by robbers, and he is left, some translations say, in the ditch on the side of the road. And there's a priest who comes by and in my mind's eye i imagine this awful thing he does which i have done which is i pretend like if i don't see the persons who's hurting i don't have to address it have you ever done that when you've seen someone who's homeless i'll just act like i don't see it and that's what the priest does he just walks right on by and so too the levite the person of faith he walks on by and yet there is the samaritan And we know the lesson for the young lawyer. The lesson for the young lawyer is that he can't believe a Samaritan could do anything good. And yet, it is the Samaritan who helps and who binds up wounds and who heals. I want to talk a little bit about the broken man in the ditch. We are good at so many things in the church. We are good at proclaiming God's love and God's grace, but I think we aren't always so good at talking about our brokenness. We aren't so good about showing the places where we have really messed up, where we have hurt those that we loved, where we have been hurt. But if we're going to talk about the grace and the love, We have to be honest about what got us there, about why we even needed it, and that comes from our brokenness. I hope that there is someone in this community of faith that when they ask you how you are doing, you are able to be completely honest. Maybe when someone says on a Sunday morning, how are you, you say, boy, I have really messed up this week, and I have hurt the people I care about. And it's been a really terrible week. I hope you have that person. I hope we become that community where we can own our brokenness because only then can we also say, and yet the Lord God had a word of hope for me that I could do better, that I am forgiven, that I am redeemed, that I am God's beloved child, wholly loved. We have to be people, people who are graceful, but we also have to be people who are honest about our brokenness. That's what the church is. And just like for Dragon, he's told this story at the end that gives him another vision of himself, so too the man who is broken on the side of the road because of the kindness of the Samaritan. He's no longer a broken body on the side of the road. Instead, he is cared for. He is given value he has given a place to stay, he has given care and love. And that's what the church is too. When you come into this place with all of your brokenness, we will tell you about a word of grace, and we will tell you the story of God's love that can give hope in every situation, which can bring light out of darkness. We have a story to tell, It is your story and my story. It is the story of a loving God who reaches out and gives us hope and gives us a way to do better even when we have made a mess of everything ourselves. My home church at First Presbyterian in Athens, Georgia, there was a woman there who had been a member. I think she passed away last week. She must have been a member almost 60 years from the moment she married And she was a character. I loved her very much. And she told me once that she had had a terrible drinking problem. She was an alcoholic. And her boys, all through their growing up years, she was a drunk. And there came a time towards the end when they were going to college where she had drank up every relationship she had. There were literally no friends left. No one was happy to see her at the country club. Nobody was happy to see her at her boys' school. Her husband owned a business. She wasn't welcome there anymore. And she said she knew for four or five years, she knew the damage she was causing and she could not stop drinking. And so every Sunday, she would wait for church to start and then she'd slide in the back pew And she would sit there because it was the only place in her life that anyone spoke a word of hope into her brokenness. No one else in her life was saying, you can stop drinking. I know you can do it. They had said that and they no longer believed it. But the church was the only place where she heard that she was loved and that there might be more to life than living it in a bottle. She said, it just felt like home. And that definition of home, right? It's home, as in the place where you come, they have to let you in. That's what the church was for her. It was a home. And they had to let her in, even when she was at her most broken. And so she sat on the back pew, and she cried. And she got up, and she left early. And she did that over and over again, until finally she was led to a place where she could put the bottle down. And for years later, she always sat on the back row and she said she would come in and she would look every Sunday at who was on the back row in case there was someone who needed a hug or a friend or a word of hope spoken into their lives. We are all broken. We all make so many mistakes. I am asking that we be honest about our brokenness so that we can also be genuine when we declare God's grace and saving love for us. We have to identify the problem in order to celebrate the solution. And may we be a church where everyone who is hurting where if you find yourself in that place where you feel like no one understands, that there is no hope, this is the place where you come home and you hear about God's hope and God's power, even when you can't believe it for yourself. That is who we are. That is who we will always be. We will tell you the story over and over of God's love, God's grace, And God's forgiveness, even though not a one of us deserve it. Thanks be to God for the back row and every row in between. And this, our church home. Amen.